Listener Production. Bring in the drip, the pee, and the love. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Monday to you. I hope you were great. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, if you got to catch up with your mum, hope you had a good, really good brunch. Matt O'Kine, some um, victims of crime. Probably had one of the better um, criminal experiences in Texas recently. Oh no, what uh, happened? Did you see? Well, uh, in Port, a town called Port Arthur in Texas, oh, uh, posted a, the police department posted a, about a bizarre incident on their Facebook, um, where a a family had their lawnmower stolen from their house. Okay, that's not good. But instead of immediately leaving the yard, um, he apparently wanted to make sure the mower was working, so he cut the family's lawn and then, <laughs> and then left with it. <laughs> How nice is that? That's a, yeah, I wish more thieves are like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like like the they like, steal your wallet, but then they use your credit card to pay like the car rego that you've been putting yeah. off for a little while, you know, and then they go with it. You're like, oh, well, thanks. Exactly right. And the thing is, you eventually abandoned the lawnmower in a nearby alley and escaped police. Um, so they got their lawnmower back. So all he stole was their grass. <laughs> <laughs> they just start leaving other items like maintenance yeah. items out on the lawn. Like, oh, no, don't take my hedge trimmer. Please don't take that paintbrush and that four-litre bucket of house paint <laughs> after giving it a little spruce up. So I thought that, thought that was quite nice. But how are you today, man? Good weekend? Oh, uh, look, I'm great, but I've had a little bit of a, uh, a, little bit of a personal whoopsie, which I'm going to uh, dive into a little bit later on. And, uh, of course, we've got um, Clickfish, so we'll be hitting a few headlines in this episode. But it's a good one, and we hope you are looking forward to it as much as we are. This is Matt and Alice All Day Breakfast. Let's dive right in. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Nothing worse when a parent tells you that they're disappointed in you. <laughs> no. No, there is not. Now, I mean, I I wouldn't know because that's never happened ever. <laughs> well, um, look, I mean, but... I'm disappointed in myself this weekend. Oh. Yeah, this and past you're a parent, weekend. and so it hurts. <laughs> it really does. I know the weight of it. Look, there are things that I pride myself in never doing. Okay, now losing things is one of them. Mm. All right, you have hung on to your virginity for a while. That's well done. Try- Trying not to be grow up. Grow up. Hey. Daiso. I have proof that I've done it at least once, okay? So that's more proof than you have, okay? Yeah, true. You you got the receipts, man. You got those receipts. Walking, talking receipt. All right. Now, um, I broke my phone, man. I broke my phone. Oh, so and you've I never broken a telephone I, before. I'm never that person. You know those people. They you know, like they they're like, oh here, let's uh, let's Google it. They get out their phone. It looks like bloody Charlotte's Web, you know, <laughs> all across the top of it. Some spider's yeah. shat itself all over the screen. You know, there, is, there are some. <laughs> Oh man, some crusty <laughs> some phones out there, aren't they? They just they just got the shredded shredded buddy fingerprints from swiping because yeah. there's that many jagged edges all over their all over their screen. That's like, what are you trying to get true. rid of your 
get rid of your fingerprints, you criminals mm. just trying to swipe. Because, because I mean, I, I take pride in the fact that I always, the first thing I do when I get a phone is, uh, if it doesn't come with one, buy the nice silicon soft gel casing. Yeah. You know, and I know some people here who are walking out with nude phones and that's just crazy talk. <laughs> Honestly, it's wild. I've had nude phones for a little bit and I've been, it's been pretty good, but yeah, you do need a case. Oh. You can't do it for too long. But, I have to um, tell you, when I see my phone nude though, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm it like, goes for anything, that's really. How <laughs> that's how you're supposed to look. Oh, that looks, that looks good. I should be. Yeah, it's less know. chunky. You're right. <laughs> no, I've never lost a phone or like fully smashed a phone or anything like that. Even like when I was going skiing, I was in a, like we had an end of the day race and I was like, it was my third time skiing. So I was out of control going down this hill at Threadbow, stacked it. I literally overtook another person in the race while on my back sliding down <laughs> sideways and ended up. Yeah, picking myself, going home. We were at, we were having a beer afterwards and I couldn't find my phone. I'm like, oh, my God, it must have come out of my pocket while I crashed on the slopes. And I went back and searched the hill, which, you know, the crash debris was over a long distance, so we couldn't find it. But then later on, one of my friends gets a message on Facebook, hey, we found this phone in the snow <laughs> on the hill. Oh, man, I got it back. that's so lucky. <laughs> yeah. See, I was just standing trying to order a, you know, Palmer at the at the... Port Macquarie Bowling Club and then I just... Didn't they have a fairy schnitz? I got, nah, mate. Bit slow on the uptake, eh? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, a lot of good things about the, that town, but um, yeah, very slow to adopt to, to the next mm. wave of uh, culinary delights. Drop a phone. I didn't even notice. And then a couple of hours later, watching TV and lo and behold... Just a lot of glass flakes, flakes start coming down the back of it, and then I look at it and I realise it's all it's all smashed up. And now I don't I don't know what to do. I mean, it's not it's just cosmetic, but I feel really I felt annoyed. So straight away got on the Instagram and I thought I gotta let I gotta I gotta feel better about myself, you know. Mm. And so I asked you listening uh, on our Instagram at matt.an.alex, how did you break your phone? And uh, and a lot of people got in touch, Alex Dyson. Yeah, it seems a few phones have bit the dirt over the years. Martin says broke the phone because my skinny jeans were too tight, <laughs> which is tough when they it started wrapping jeans. them around the thigh or something. You know, when there was that big bend controversy, you could have been caught up in that one. Eliza says dropped it in the toilet at the pub. No good. Well, uh, that's rip- that's a bad one. Which would you prefer? What's worse? Okay, so Eliza said dropped it in the toilet at the pub. Beck said fell out of my pocket into the squat toilet at a train station in Delhi, India. <sighs> Had to oh. fish it out. Now that last sentence sends chills up my spine. <laughs> Had to fish it out. I've dropped my sunglasses into the toilet on a plane before and I fished those yeah. out. Now that oh. was pretty bad. <laughs> that oh, was pretty bad. Right near the eye. <laughs> God, no, you don't want that. <laughs> I used the hand sand. I gave him a good wash, I gotta tell you. Oh, but still. <laughs> Still, don't know well, I just wanted to join the Mile Eye Club. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No, All right. Means so, either. Uh, Maddie says feta brine got into my phone oh, when I was doing oh, a fridge no. raid at night. Oh, it's no. Break, broke your phone it's with shameful feta enough, brine. Shameful enough doing the fridge raid and then to get the feta brine in there, that is no good at all. No, um, feta but, brine is not a bad name for like a, a mumble wrapper, do you reckon? 
<laughs> Yo, give me that cheddar. Nah, I'm on that feather. Ah, oh. <laughs> um, Ginger is on the phone. Ginger, where did you break your phone? Hey, boys. Yeah, it's a couple of years ago. I was um, going for a run. I was training for a 5K fun run and a um, bit of a hot day here in Canberra and thought, oh, you know, I'll just, I'll just chuck my phone in my sports bra. Um, didn't have any pockets yep. or any ways of carrying it on me at the time and did my run, felt really good about it. Um, had some tunes playing, so I didn't really need to look at my phone at all, running on the regular the regular route and got to the end and um, pulled it out to stop my Strava and looked at my phone and thought, oh, that looks a little bit off. Um, sure, it's fine. Didn't really think anything of it. Um, went about the rest of my day and throughout the day, I saw all these like little, almost like dots like clear dots start to show up on my screen and I thought shit I think this has maybe got sweat in it um through the charging point so <laughs> got the um, the old bag of rice and I've chucked it in there turned it off and and thought you know this will be fine right this is this is what you're meant to do sweaty rice um let it let it sit in there for a couple of hours and it still wasn't good like it still was not uh, 100%. I don't know whether the rice so, actually works honestly like I've I, I've never successfully used it I must say I have actually used it in another incident when I got my phone wet but that's not this story and it did work thankfully it did say oh up, okay well the, that's uh, good yeah, for water, I think it works. For sweat, though, I think it worked um, on an iPod Shuffle of mine back in the day. But. <laughs> okay, but so for water, but not for boob sweat. Not for boob sweat, sadly. No. Um, and I think the best bit of this was going into the Apple Store, and I knew that they're a little bit funny with water damage on their warranty and things, and sort of saying, "Hey, yeah, it's something wrong with it. Like I'm not sure." Da 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 da. And he looked at me and goes, "You know, does this have water damage?" And I looked him dead in the eyes and was like, "No, not." not water damage inside laughing mm. because technically it was boob sweat damage. So I got away with it and they replaced it. <laughs> oh, well, that's excellent. Oh, yeah, they did well. fix it. Oh, good. I mean, were you keeping it under your boob? Like, uh, like where, where was like, it? Is it? I guess like, I mean, you guys don't have a set, so you don't really know how it works, but when you've got I don't know where they, but I, I, I was under the impression that most of the sweat came from sort of underneath. It was sort of like side armpit booby area. No, so like I chopped it just right in the middle, right? Because it's kind of like mm. a little, I guess, a little canyon, you know, and it keeps your phone nice and protected. And oh, Canberra okay. can get pretty hot in um, a summer's afternoon. Mm. I think it would have been 26 degrees. So almost regardless of where the sweat was coming from, there was a lot of it, you know, running in a summer And afternoon. much like if you if you build your house in the middle of a valley, you know, it is subject to flooding. <laughs> and so if you place your phone in the middle of the valley there as well, that could be where most of the uh, the water drains. Well, look, we're, we're glad that you've n- now got a repaired phone and you're able to give us a call to let us know. So thank you very much, Ginger, and uh, happy running, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. I don't know what to think of that. I tell you what, Matt O'Kine, time flies when you're running for parliament. Um, two weeks to go until bro. the federal election. You've been doing this for ages and you have been grinding. Are you exhausted? I am pretty buggered this week after a very big week on the campaign trail. The sort of candidate forums are starting to uh, to come through. So I did one last Friday in Snake Valley, Sunday night Warrnambool, Monday night Hamilton, got one Wednesday evening in Portland. You're on tour, man. I mean, is it lit? Is there like after parties? I'll tell you and what, stuff the Snake Valley one things? was pretty bloody wild. What? Snake really? Valley's a little town outside of Ballarat. Oh, yeah. And um, we're at the pub in Snake Valley. So, very, very small little 
little town, growing, you know, as a lot of places outside regional centres do. But um, I tell you what, we, it was freezing and it was getting held outside. So we were all outside sort of like I was like rugged up there. The questions were coming through. We're getting up. There was like drunk people at the back because people were just at the pub. They come out and like, what the hell's going on here? We start talking about all our policies and that sort of stuff. And as you're talking, oh, people no. are like, look after the farmers. Look after the farmers. <laughs> talking about a different question. I don't know, the Uluru statement from the heart or something like that. So then a bit of argy-bargy sort of starts happening in the back as people are saying, shut up, we want to hear from them, not you. And there's like all this going on and they get guys getting pushed inside and that sort of thing. And we crack on and keeps going. Then the fire alarm starts going off and they're like... <laughs> going on here like the kitchen on fire is like no it's a false alarm it's just beeping so people are trying to give their answers while there's this beep going on i mean the actual member dan tian didn't even turn up because of scheduling conflicts and so oh was he he just a little bit scared hey old eighth preference tian (laughs) he's he's so scared i I know he put you as eighth preference preference so scared. Yeah, scared of the truth. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a pretty interesting night. But something else I got up to this week, Matt O'Kine, because there's mm. a, a lack of workers all around Wannon. And I'm sure there are people suffering from this everywhere. But yeah, there's a distinct lack of people to do work. I'm not sure if you're going past cafes or there's I've been to quite a few farms as well. They're struggling to find people to work on them. So I thought, want to help out my community, I'm gonna go pour a few beers down at the iconic Whalers Hotel in Warrnambool. And while I did that, I took along some of my brand new Alex Dyson for Wannan beer coasters, drink coasters that you can chuck under your beer. And while you're at it, on the back, uh, I wrote, it's up the top, it says, I want to hear from you. I think politicians should dot, dot, dot. And so while I was pouring beers, I had a little fish bowl next to me and people could fill out what they thought politicians should do. And I've got the bowl. Oh, I thought that this was some sort of like, you know, business card competition, you know, free lunch at Daiso's house for anyone who puts the card in, their details no. in the in the fish bowl. But uh, you got no, a whole... This. No, wow, no, a lot it's of people opinions it's those what politicians out. should do because you want to... The problem with like doing these... Um, you know, candidates' forums a lot of the time. It's people who go to something like that are quite politically involved, quite politically literate, you know, want to know these things, but... Old people. That's <laughs> what you want to say, isn't it? It's old people, Alex. It's That's fine. That's not what I'm saying, you, you but it is talk. a certain amount of people. You want to hear what young people are saying and so you hit the pub. Yep, sure. So I hit the pub doing that and it was quite funny when I'd say, oh, I'm running for parliament. Like, you, you know, you're getting a little bit of that. But it was really interesting to see some things. So I thought I'd pull a few of these um, beer coasters out of the bowl randomly to read out what what the pub test is saying as to what politicians Mm. should do. All right, here's one. I think politicians should stop taking donations to their campaign. Yeah. I think politicians should respect Alex because no one stands up for us except him. Oh, yeah, there you go. You want him in the booths. If that's true. Giving you Um, the number one. I think politicians should call me and then a phone number. Wait, did someone just hit on you through your politician card? (laughs) Call me, smiley face, and then a phone number? Um, Are you going to call them? Hey, we should call them right now. Call the number. (laughs) I I think I remember watching it and I think they looked up a a friend, a friend's number and to prank them. I can't believe you got fake numbered in a political campaign. Yeah, I know. I think <laughs> politicians should. Um, there's that one there as well. You can, can you read that one out for me, Matt? Uh, that is a dick and balls. Um, that is. 
a good old very balls. large head. <laughs> um, um, use their brains and listen. Yep. Uh, think, think about, about other people. people. Yep. Um, and that's a cool thing because there are a few dicks. There are a few who cares. But there's things like this. Um, listen to the community and NDIS participants and family looking for ha- for housing. That's, yep. That's a very that? nicely thought out message. And, and it's a very simple want, really, from our politicians. Absolutely. And so um, there it is, the, the Dyson campaign uh, letterbox at the pub with the pen as a good way of getting in touch with a politician who hopefully will be able to represent everybody. But, yeah, come down to a um, <laughs> come down to a little candidate forum near you and hit me with the other curly questions. I think politicians should KFC. <laughs> <laughs> and that has stains on it. I think someone must have just been eating a Zinger burger. <laughs> they, that looks finger-licking good, that coaster right there. This is reminding me of the Triple J text line. <laughs> it, is, it is a little bit like that. And finally, I think politicians should. Get absolutely yeah. f- Please beep that out. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Click, click, click. Click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Brian. Yes, every Monday we like to uh, emulate the film Waterworld uh, when Kevin Cosner uses himself as bait and dives into the ocean to catch a big sort of monster whale thing. Uh, but instead of Kevin Costner, we have our wonderful producer Bron uh, jump into the biggest clickbait articles of the week. G'day, Bron. Hello. What's been going on, Bron? Um, this first one. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm not talking about the, you know, the boring news articles. I'm talking about life, Bron. I want to hear from you. What's been happening? Um, been going out a fair bit, catching up with friends. I went to a, a piano bar the other night, which I've never been to before, and it was so Ooh. good. Do people yell out, like, requests to the piano man as much as they yell out requests to DJs? Are they like, were you, like, there in the corner <laughs> going, play WAP? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. They um I think it was more civilized than that. There were requests, but I think it was more like a formal like sign up sheet. Ah, uh, okay, sure. Right. Wap. Wonderful acoustic piano at this particular <laughs> place. Um right, Bron, but what about uh, the the murky world of the internet? What did we what did you find yourself being too tempted you had to click on? This first one was sent in by Brad Golding on the Matt and Alex Insta. This is from news.com. Headline Our six year old bought a house in Melbourne. Our six-year-old bought a house in Melbourne. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I'm guessing that they. Okay, well, here's my here's my two options. Here we go. So the first option is that the six-year-old they've they've bought a house and put it in the six-year-old's name for some kind of tax benefits or inheritancy benefits. Mm-hmm. Second option is that they're walking along the street, they saw a for sale sign, and the six-year-old said, "I want to live in that house." Mummy and Daddy, and then they went in and happened to be an inspection and then they bought it. What do you reckon, Alex? I think the six-year-old just cut back on the avocado toast and the $4.50 <laughs> coffees and was able to afford a uh, very reasonably <laughs> priced, priced terrace in uh, one of Australia's biggest cities. 
So what happened was this guy called Cam, he's been he's living in Melbourne, he's been investing in property since he was 20 years old and now he has kids, he was wanting to encourage them in, to invest in property. So he wrote a book about it and then with the book he got his kids to do some packing. There's a bit of child labour, I don't know what's going on here, but there's t- touches of that because he goes... He got his kids to do the packaging for the distribution and they were earning money for the packing of the book. Then last year, he said to the kids who were 14, 12, 11 and 6 that he had an idea about in buying a property together. So all the kids had to get $2,000 each and then mum and dad paid for the rest of the house in Melbourne. Do you know how much more the house in Melbourne is going to cost than the (laughs) $10,000? Also, that six-year-old's input of $2,000, that's... I mean, that's not, that kid barely owns anything. How, in much that house. They, how much were they packing the books that the six year old made $2,000? $2, so the kids worth together of put together eight. Let's say that they did manual labor and worked and raised, there was four of them, 2000 each, they raised $8,000. Yeah. Which is less than a 1% deposit on a million dollar house <laughs> in Melbourne, which is the median. Exactly. So this dude bought a house and he had his kids. <laughs> Chip in a bit. Spend all their pocket Chip money in instead of for, lollies or, or PlayStation and games. And I guarantee you, those kids did not even cover a third of the stamp duty, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let alone, they probably paid for the conveyancing. That's what that's what that six-year-old did. That six-year-old packed boxes to pay yeah. for dad's conveyancing fees. <laughs> Or okay. the real estate commission fees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, good on them. Now what's next, Bron? <laughs> this one's from Pedestrian. Headline, Anthony Field, a.k.a. the Dilf Blue Wiggle, got a big old tattoo to celebrate his hottest 100 win. Oh, Anthony. It was a momentous occasion for the Wiggles. Big uh, Dilf energy there, isn't there? Um, Massive. What? He's, he is <laughs> ripped as well. Like, have you seen Under the Skivvy? Oh, yeah. Man. He's looking good. He's a badass. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I, I, I wouldn't mess with Anthony. Not at all. No. <laughs> I reckon. I mean, like, people are like, oh, Diver City, you know, you guys are going to take on the Wiggles. I'm not taking on the Wiggles. I'm going to end up <laughs> end up wearing some concrete shoes out in the ocean somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you should write a song a called the- Swimming with the Fishies <laughs> and make it about a hypothetical world. Anthony will take me in his, a ride in his big red car and... I'll end up in some barrels out of bloody <laughs> in, in the forest somewhere. <laughs> Those guys are badasses, man. They are. Don't mess with them. Okay, so what happened? With, with yeah, them? they get tats, which is badass. Neither of <laughs> me or Matt have a tattoo. So I don't have a single tattoo. Well, I'm not going to mess with that. Yeah, what was it? Was it a? Was it a? It was quite a big one on his forearm, and it was to celebrate the, them winning the hottest 100 uh, this year. But it, the caption was, "This is why we wear skivvies." Because I think they're covered in tats, like quite a few of the oh, wiggles. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Anthony's tattoo, however, it says Hottest 100 2022, which a lot of the comments underneath were saying <gasps> it was actually the Hottest 100 of 2021. It, oh, a, yeah, but a, it's played early yeah. 2022 to sum up the last year. Yeah. I think he's just seen the future and he's going for the, he's going for the double. Well, maybe no, they collab with Lil Nas X and get... <laughs> 2022, oh, yeah. number one. That, <laughs> that would, be would be huge. That would be so badass. Man, that would be mad. And then, and then Matt O'Kine tries to um, tries to win, ends up getting, Diver City gets number one, but then Matt disappears off the face of the <laughs> earth and Anthony's new tattoo is just a teardrop <laughs> under his eye. 
thank you so much for listening to Matt and Alex all day breakfast today. An absolute pleasure hanging out. Look after your phones. You know, what else are you going to listen to your, our podcast on if you crack them up? Um, I'm but just, look. sorry, I'm just looking outside. Uh, nah, lawnmower's still there. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Damn. All right, next time. <laughs> nah, joke's on me. I live in Sydney as if I have a lawn. Um, can't afford that. All right. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. This is Matt and Alex. We are Matt and Alex, and uh, we will catch you again tomorrow. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.